0: Hello and welcome to the Point in Progress podcast, episode 7. Your one-stop shop for news, recommendations, and some spicy takes. Join five friends across three time zones and two countries every week as we discuss things that we love while we still think cr- critically of them. Uh, just for for the first thing, for the checkpoint, I just want to do a couple of housekeeping before we get through everybody. Uh, we're at 145 subs on YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting closer to the 200 mark, so if you guys... Like the content on the channel, please hit that sub button. We would really, really appreciate it. Uh, and now, with everybody that is here, Sly, hello. How are you doing tonight?
1: Hello, I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
0: Hang it in there. Hang it in there. I, I am like waiting for my job to start now. This is, I'm getting impatient at this moment. Like, I'm literally getting impatient now because it's like I got my laptop. They sent me laptop now and it just sits there because I can't do anything Damn. with it
1: soon you got this
0: soon yeah soon another 11 days like 11
1: days
0: (laughs) how are you
2: doing good doing good
0: that's good that's good how's the new computer is it good well
2: absolutely fantastic there was one point last night when i was doing some stuff and harv and not Harv. my goodness Mario and Frank thought that my computer was dying because they thought it was going to freeze, and I'm like, "No, we can all just watch what my computer's doing together." So I mm-hmm. screen shared as it was processing a bunch of exports, and we had no problems. And I'm like, "This is how a computer really works."
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> this is potter racing. Yeah, this is potter
0: <laughs> racing. That voice, Frank. How are you?
3: Hey, how's it going? How, how, I'm,
0: doing pretty, going? I'm doing pretty You're good. I'm doing pretty good. I like the new shame. monitor you I shaved, shaved. I, yes that, oh yeah that's right i
3: haven't whatever you're your butter or whatever but you yeah, shaved fuck. yeah i <laughs> shaved i it, it's coming back a little bit already um it's already been almost a week since i shaved because i literally shaved almost like right after the, the last podcast so i have some time to grow this a is little what bit of to me after about uh, a week oh um, geez
0: <laughs> <laughs> also rounding out everybody mario how you do it man
3: Hello, hello everybody. I'm doing well. I don't know. I'm just I just like to do a good a good stretch, you know, just to make sure that you can see everything. Oh my god. You know, I just want to make sure. Uh. Can somebody tell this guy to go fuck himself? Uh. Hey
1: Mario, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can go fuck me
3: at tpublic.com slash that Mario Vera. Oh Rivera. My god. Oh no. Okay. Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: That's how we get demonetized, even though we can't get monetized yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, What I should have done in that in that time is uh, usually after this, (laughs) after we introduce everybody, we ask what we're playing. Fee, what have you been playing?
2: Well, this week I started the new game that just came out. It's free to play called Magic Legends, and where you essentially, but it's almost as if you're playing Diablo. So you play as a planeswalker. You go around attacking different things, going through quests. I'm very, very early on into it, um, mostly because I found out that my computer, um, with all the power, that it, it does not like um, a surge. Like, it doesn't like a power bar, and was, like, kept on dying. Like, it would just turn off when it was, like, got to a certain point. Because I was playing the game in Ultra, I don't know why, it just, like, a spider would come down, and then my computer would turn off. So I had to plug it directly into the wall, I haven't had any issues since. But it's a lot of fun, it's almost like a like deck builder in a way where you just get random spells that you specifically get out of your deck and then you use mana to specifically use these abilities. I'm currently playing essentially a red planeswalker, so it's a lot of melee and like hands-on fighting, but there's also like as if you're familiar with Magic, there's blue, white, green, red, and black. Do I remember the names of the planeswalkers? No, I think it's a Geomancer is what I'm playing. That's what I'm playing. I'm playing a Geomancer, which is a lot of rocks and fire and stuff like that, because spell casting and standing behind and not button mashing is definitely not my style. So I definitely need something that I just hit something with. Um, Also, I had a very anime filled week, mostly because I was on two anime podcasts this week. So I had to watch some anime. So I just finished up Zombieland Saga today. And it is not about Uh, the...
3: Unrelated to Woody Harrelson.
2: 1000% not related whatsoever because it's about Japanese idols um and it is crazy actually very very good it's be- made by mappa who also mm. does the final season of attack on titan also our um lord and savior jujutsu kaisen um so it's been very very good <laughs> praise um, praise, praise the sun. Praise Jujutsu Kaisen. Ka- no, that's praise <laughs> the sun. This is
3: praise the sun. This is,
2: this is praise Jesus. But I, no, you gotta
0: I, put I, your I, I out. Have, like, We have somebody else to praise every week. I yeah, feel like well,
3: we need a segment just for that. <laughs> praise Jujutsu Kaisen.
2: Okay. Our Lord but either way, to kind of get you quickly grasped on it you start off by following a girl named sakura she's very excited because she has a tryout that day everything's going her way she's walking outside she's like all i need to do is go to school and then i get to go to the tryout after school and then 10 not 10 seconds into the anime she gets hit by a truck and dies um so she then is resurrected um it's 10 seconds in yeah, she, the
3: anime literally starts with a girl getting hit by a car.
2: Yeah, it's literally her. And then you find out that she is resurrected with um five other girls to make a Japanese idol group to specifically save Saga Prefecture in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Honestly, it is lighthearted and also has a lot of touching moments and actually some pretty sad moments. I was sobbing watching one of the episodes. So
0: feels like it needs more it. uh i feel like it needs more twinkies
3: 100 percent, it does and a double tap
0: and a double tap yeah oh my god <laughs> hey, frank what have you been what have you been playing slash watching uh, this week <laughs> i've just
3: I, honestly i i have been playing stalker um some more i know i i i get into these these games that are just rpg like elements and I, I i get sucked in for weeks um, I also bought a new monitor. I bought two new monitors, actually. I uh, I went to Micro Center because, I, like Harv said, if I can't upgrade my GPU, I'm upgrading something. So I decided to get a new monitor, something that was either 144Hz or above, and had better colors than my TN panel that I have here. Um, so I went to Micro Center, bought one, and then I came back. In the same day I found a better monitor <laughs> for like $50 more. So I bought that and now I have, now I have a nice curved Samsung uh, G7 Odyssey monitor. And it's, How do you like the curve? Oh, it's beautiful. It looks really, like, right where I'm sitting, I, can't, I can barely even notice the curve. But, like, I know it's there and I can see all of my screen by, like, I don't have to turn my head anymore. Where, where on my other monitor I would have to turn to see, like, my bottom left. Now I could just look down and see. Yeah. so it's, it's, no. it's great
0: it's nice Cur- curve monitors are really really nice really nice mario what have you been playing
3: uh i uh, uh it's funny because uh earlier this week frank was having a dialogue with me in our discord and he gave me probably a pa- you know like a pamphlet sized amount of uh, info of why i should not get a vr headset you know mm-hmm. at, and, and I took span. his advice, and yeah, in the span of like an hour, I think he was giving me all this information very in depth stuff. You know, very much I took it to heart, but uh, I, I instead knew that I was still going to Target and picking yes. up a Quest yes. uh, VR headset. I, I do up- want to preface that, that at the end of that whole thing, I'm telling you like why the VR headset's kind of weird. I also said. None of this probably really matters because you probably already set set your like you probably already set in your mind that you're getting this headset anyway. So like yes. you're probably gonna get it. I'll buy you some games when you do. <laughs> so, a pony up, boy. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I got the Quest 2, and I've been, I've been enjoying it. I've had it for a couple days. I've been watching primarily television in it, which has been the best because all I'm doing is laying in bed while there's a giant television in front of me while I watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier or I watch Young Rock uh, on Hulu on it, which has been fun. Uh, but the game that I primarily have been playing, other than Beat Saber, Beat Saber is a, a given. The game that I want to shout out is actually a game called Echo VR which is from Ready at Dawn, by the people that did The Order for PlayStation 4. It is cool because it com- it basically combines a bunch of my favorite uh, sci-fi elements into a game type that I think is really fun. It's one part Tron and another part Zero-G Gravity where you are floating in space and there's an obstacle course where you can grab on and move things, but you also your wrists have jetpacks on them, and so you can propel yourself in zero G. And the whole point is that there's two teams on two sides, and you play with real people. I primarily played with children because they're terrible fucking human beings that apparently have $300 headsets strapped to their heads, screaming. Um, But primarily the game type, of course, is there's a goal on each side and you get a disc, very much like in Tron. And so the point is to get the disc into the goal by either bouncing it off the wall and then hitting it or you throwing it directly. Sort of like a Quidditch meets like the uh, throwing Tron uh, disc game disc jockey. And it's wild and fun. The fact that you feel like you're actually floating in zero G while trying to like punch people in the head to stun them and like grab the disc and throw it, uh, you know, doing like cool stuff like putting your wrists like this to propel yourself backwards, like it being that kind of fun and accurate has been has been a blast. And I really hope I convinced Frank to play it because it's free. And then anybody else that has a VR headset, please, I would love to play uh, Echo VR with you. I just think it was just such a blast.
0: It feels like it's like one of those things where you, once you play it, you kind of become a believer, like what everybody's been saying about VR and stuff like that. Like I sure. played VR. And I was like, it's it's fine, it is what it is. Yeah. But I feel like I need to play that game or like Half-Life Alex or something like that to really Yeah.
3: You really need to play something that was really built well for VR. Because yeah. like I was telling Mario, VR VR the VR landscape is very weird because you get VR in a lot of titles, it's just not well optimized for VR, and the experience really isn't there. Whereas a game like Half-Life Alex, which was built from the ground up as a VR title, feels insanely different. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never played Echo VR. I'll probably try it out to see if it's pretty good. Yeah. But um, yeah, as long as you're getting a VR experience that's built from the ground up to be VR, a lot of those titles are really good. Like Beat Saber. Yeah. Or like um, Walking Dead uh, Saints and Sinners is another good VR title as well. Yeah, and I'll be hopefully giving that a shot at some point because uh, I know me and, me and Frank share Steam libraries and I bought the Steam Link uh, wire that you need to plug it right into the headset. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give that a shot. I'll give Alex a shot as well yeah nice
0: nice yeah all right sly instead of telling us what you've been playing it looks like you've been listening to a lot of podcasts
1: yeah so monday i got in my car and i drove up to washington for like it was olympia so it was about six hours and when i'm driving i really like to listen to podcasts And especially podcasts I've already listened to before because I already know them and I don't have to be like reading the transcript as I go. And so I was listening through to a couple podcasts that I love very dearly. So I'm going to yell about them to y'all. Mainly being a show called Valence. It's about a city that's kind of like a fantasy New York where there are some magic users and it just goes through discussing themes of like data privacy and registering minorities and familial trauma. And it's just really good, really sweet story about like this world that is so beautifully crafted and the sound design with all the magic having different sort of sounds is very good and it's very fun. And so I highly recommend it. Definitely check out the content warnings before listening to it, but it's a very good show and I really love it. So I re-listened to that and i realized that's kind of become my like road trip podcast. And apparently that effect will tie into season three somehow and i'm very excited they're currently in the middle of season two and it's just been a blast so far uh i also listened through hubris which is you know how a lot of indie films do like 24 hour projects and so like you get a team together you make something in 24 hours so hubris was the audio drama attempt of that and so there was seven teams, I think. Don't quote me on that. But they were given 24 hours to create an episode of an audio drama based on a specific theme. And it, they're very diverse stories, very diverse like genres, and that was really fun. But I have been playing one game, and I haven't told any of you about this yet. I started playing Mass Effect. Nice.
0: Okay, so I saw this on <laughs> I saw this, on, yeah, I saw this on, Discord, on Discord as well, and you were playing Mass Did Effect. Did you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was oh, yeah. Said playing Ma- <laughs> Mass Effect. So I was, I was like, "Wait, Slime's playing Mass yeah.
1: Effect." Yeah. <laughs> so it's... a couple days ago, I was like in the mood to do something with my hands, but no games sounded good. Like I was going through all my libraries, and then I. I've been wanting to play Mass Effect for a really long time, but there's been all the rumors of, like, the Legacy Edition, whatever, and I was like, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. But I was in the mood for nothing else, and I was like, you know what? It's on Game Pass. Like, (laughs) I'll deal with the janky controls. It's so good. I'm, like, I'm probably around of a third of the way through it, based on what I hear, but i am i love it it's very good i'm having so much fun me playing a shooter <laughs> who'd have thunk <laughs> but
0: it's More than just a shooter right it's yeah. more of an rpg as well oh,
3: yeah you can, i think you could do a lot more You think you could just run through that with powers if you choose a uh i can't remember the name of that kind of um, yeah
1: that class, Scion or, uh, yeah. something like that. or
0: something
3: like that. I've never played Mass Effect. I'm waiting
0: for the the edition, the, the legendary edition, what I was coming out in May, I think. Mm. So definitely
1: wait for that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I want I want to have it in like a remaster version because I've never played Mass Effect, so this is gonna yeah. be my first time jumping. Ooh, into it. interesting. I, uh, I played Mass Effect.
3: I played uh, relatively the end of the 360 era, and I remember I made my character look like Eminem, and then he carried on to two and three, and it just got. Imp- Extremely worse as he got along because the graphics got better and his oh, look no. was terrible. So oh, that's right, you can migrate. Yeah, so that was cool, but he looked worse as the games moved on. That's awesome. So I think when a legendary comes out, I'm gonna go Femship all the way.
1: Yeah, I'm playing FemShep. Nice, which makes me really sad because I I just want her to be very gay.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't think they had that in. The Mass Effect game? Did they? No, there's not in the first one. one.
1: In the first one, so in the first one, there's one you can romance as either ship. Okay, okay. I have yet to meet her, but
0: okay. So for for me this week, I've been I've been playing Fall Guys. I started Fall Guys yesterday, season four, which is a lot of fun. The new sh- new stuff that they've added in that uh, in the new season has been really really cool. They put like a squad up thing where you can actually have like a squad up you can squad up with four people and if you guys win you can get an actual crown like all four of you guys can get a crown which is really really cool because they, they usually it's just you only one person gets the crown at the end of it mm-hmm. so that that's kind of nice the new levels man the quality of the game has just like from from season three to season four is it's a huge jump in my opinion and i feel like if you if you have fall guys or if you've been hesitant about like going back into it this is probably the perfect time to go back and I have a question
3: for that, actually. Yeah, uh, did they make the uh, levels a little bit less tedious? Like season two was the reason why I kind of jumped out of it was because those levels were just god awful. But these how levels, are they now? So, so for, for for my opinion, these
0: levels are harder, hmm. but they're more fun. Oh, okay, that's the thing, right? They're, they're 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 a little bit more tougher, but they're a lot more fun because there's a lot a lot more chaos happening in a way. <laughs> yeah, but like chaos to the point where like you still have a chance like usually before it was like you, you if you were way too far behind you no way you're gonna win like yeah. there was just no way but uh they've done a much better job this time around
3: oh yeah uh, okay cool
0: i do honestly this would be a really fun squad stream for, for us to like jump into i'm like, down four, just like four of set us Set a so date and like, time three or, yeah three or four of us can just right jump now in at it's some also
2: point. on sale right now
0: it is yeah so it's, i think Who it's 20 it. bucks i
2: don't Maybe. have it
0: yeah, it's right now. It's only PS4 and um, PC, PC, but it's coming out for Switch and mm. Xbox later this year. So in the summertime, I think. Is there crossplay and then? There will be. I think they said there's gonna be crossplay when it all gets released on every on every platform. So, um, and then the other game that I've been playing is Maquette, mm. which is a, it's a good game. It's a it, it's it, the puzzles are not great, but the story is really really good. It is about two people going starting from a, from like a like uh, finding each other, having a relationship, all the way into like what happens if the relate once the relationship just kind of goes sour, and uh, it just like all the steps and what what it what it take like what happens uh, during a relationship, and I feel like it's a very personal story for the person that created the game, and. 'Cause it's very specific. There's a lot of specific things that happen in that <laughs> game. Uh, and but like the puzzles are cool. The game itself is fine. I would put that to like a fine game. I know Mardu, yours yours glitched out on you when you played it. So you couldn't get through the entire thing?
3: Well, yeah, like, the beginning of the game glitched out for me, which is the first yeah. door you walk into, which is, like, two minutes in. And yeah. it wouldn't work. I'd restart it seven times, and then I would be able to play. And then once I got to the end, it glitched again, and then I restarted it. And then I remember I had tried to – because I was about to finish the game. I paused it, you know, like, powering it down for a second because I had to go do something. And when I came back, the credits were rolling, so I didn't even see the ending of the mo- of the game. Uh- so, uh, so go play Florence instead. That's my
0: recommendation. I mean, honestly, at about three fourths through the game, I was like, I don't care about the puzzles anymore. Just give me the story, because no. the story was like the most important thing in that thing in, in that game. And I hate when I do that with games, because like I don't care about the gameplay anymore. I just want the story. But uh, mm-hmm. the story, it's good. I uh, it's it's a decent story. So I don't know if I'd. I, I honestly. If it's free right now, like, I think it is free on on PlayStation Store, I would get it. Once it goes on sale, or once it's not free, I, I'd probably pass on it, honestly.
3: So would you say, play this or watch Marriage Story? I'd rather watch Marriage Story, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I love, the thing is, I love puzzle games, too. I love puzzle games. and It, it was kind of, uh, kind of disappointing a little bit. But, okay, we were going along for what we've been playing. So let's just... Somebody has dr- sirens. That's probably on my end, maybe. Okay. Uh, we do, which is Chicago. weird, because <laughs> all of my doors and windows are closed. And how that came through, I have no, no freaking clue. <laughs>
3: that could have been us. My window's open.
0: Wild. Okay. My microphone's muted. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, give it over to Frank for uh, for the news for the patch notes
3: the patch notes this week uh so guys our first article this week comes from gamesindustry.biz shocker i like using them a lot i think they're a really cool publication um so on that let me see here sorry i'm pulling this up here uh sony this week announced that they are oh sorry excuse me uh goes to tsushima to receive a film adaptation by jeffrey uh russo i think that's how you say his name Uh, So, Sony this week announced that they are producing a Ghost of Tsushima live-action movie. The movie will be directed by Chad Stileski, who also directed a favorite of ours here, John Wick. Uh, Sony will also be partnering with Sucker Punch, and they will be attached to the film as executive producers. No casting has been done yet, but it's pretty obvious of who we all want to play these characters, huh? Uh, What do we think? What do you think about this film? Do we think it's going to be, like, a hit? Do we think Sony's going to actually release this film? Like, seeing how Uncharted's being treated right now? Um,
2: I hope what's so.
3: Thoughts?
1: I hope. I hope it's good. I hope it does well. I feel like, of any IP, this is going to be one that's going to make... That's going to translate really well for film. And, you know... I. Obviously, we don't wish any projects do poorly, but I think this one has a shot at being real good.
0: I agree. The one... The the reason I agree with you for this one specifically is because it is more of an open-world game, so you can do a little bit more with this. Like, when you look at, like, Uncharted and stuff, or, like, Last of Us, I feel like you can't deviate from that story, because that is a... Like, for all intents and purposes, that is a linear story. But with... Goes to tsushima i feel like you can pick and choose where what story you want to tell and where the character goes and stuff like that right for people that are going to be casting i hope they i hope they can find the right people for casting i know a lot of people are saying pick the people that did the voice acting and stuff for it which is like mm-hmm. yeah that, that'd be awesome but are like do they do full-on acting though right like as in like acting roles and stuff like that for camera or are they just more voice actors but like I, I i do want them to they are to, actual to, actors. They are actual <laughs> yeah. actors? Yeah. yeah. So that would be awesome. Cuz they had to
3: mocap, they 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 have facial capture for it, they mocapped it and then they voiced it. So i would imagine it, it would translate very much on the screen as as they did with uh, with producing it in for the game.
0: Yeah. So i i hope they nail the casting. I I think they'll be fine. Movies going into film is always kind of an if like a, like a weird thing for yeah. me cuz it's like i've for especially for like Last of Us I've already experienced the game. I don't know if I want to experience it through a movie. But again, they have really good talent
3: attached to it. So it's like, hmm.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Mario?
3: It's a a damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of situation. Um, I think at the forefront, uh, you know, uh, the only way to do this, in my opinion, is to try to keep it as authentic to what they're trying to portray, as much as, uh, obviously, the game itself is sort of both authentic and inauthentic, meaning that uh, there's different biomes <laughs> in Tsushima yeah. Susima that's not true to the actual region, but uh, at the same time, it's telling their story. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's just as good. I mean, the, actually, the the I don't know if, um, the island of Tsushima loves the devs so much that I think they've <laughs> given them some like some crazy accolades over there. Um, yeah, they they said an they said that ambassadors, right? I, yeah. I think I think one of the quotes was like when that game came out a lot of them said like that this is a game that we should have made. Yes. Like they were kind of like they were like this is so good that it should have been us who made this. And that's that says a lot about all the care and attention that was that was put into that game. And as someone who personally doesn't th- love the game entirely i I enjoy the game i don't love it uh because i think some of the story beats are a little weak um i'm hoping that they do obviously take this chance to improve upon that but at the same time i i do think that the actors themselves do phenomenal jobs and there are moments in that game that move me uh even to tears um there's a side story in there that blows me away and i'm wondering if they'll even give time to that in the movie um specifically but i you know i can absolutely see it because it's probably one of their more cinematic games um i mean last of us obviously and god of war but i can see what this movie would look like on screen so i'm giving it uh you know some hope again hopefully and if it's not the original cast fantastic you know japanese actors yeah you know, yeah keep it keep yeah. it as something Fee,
0: have you played this game
2: I have not I think I watched you play it though,
0: oh, yeah, you watched the ending, I remember that I, I sure did that. because <laughs> you put
2: it to a vote, and yeah,
0: uh, yeah, mm-hmm. then, yeah, some people picked the wrong way, um so <laughs> <for> <laughs> would you would you rather have this than the or would you rather have the game, like would you rather play it through the game or do you would just be like, you know what, give me the movie so I can see like what what the entire game is,
2: honestly. Like, how- I think I would probably go with probably the movie um however it was I quite enjoyed watching other people play this game on Twitch um and as long as they do the movie well which quite honestly track record wise if it's going like game wise when it comes to movies and like Film It's been doing pretty decently recently because we have like the Witcher that did really great and they really kept true to it. And as long as they don't give it the freaking ghost in the shell, like treatment, then I'm fine. Um, Or the, I see this, but then the Resident Evil and the Monster Hunter movie (laughs) came out, but we don't talk about those things. Um, So we just push those aside. Um, But yeah, it definitely would be hard. But I think that if they put the right casting and the right... Crew and the people who like really genuinely want to see this to succeed and do it the proper way then i would be more than happy to watch this as a film um because yeah. yeah that's my thoughts on it at least um just because i'm in cases like this especially if it's done in hollywood i'm specifically concerned um however if they have the right like i said if they have the right crew then i'm all down to watch this. That if they cast the correct people, if they cast the voice actors, absolutely fantastic. That's a great choice. If they decide to go with someone else um, that fits the role correctly, then I'm more than happy to watch it.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a big task for people to play the game because it is an open world game. So mm-hmm. you're putting in like 60 65 hours into this this world, exactly. and, and where you could just make like a maybe three hour movie, or not even three hour. Okay, well I'm thinking more Bollywood at this point, like a two hour <laughs> movie <laughs> yeah. or something like that, right? Yeah, that you mm-hmm. could get kind of like a like a, I guess a TV show maybe would be better,
1: but yeah, uh, t- I, t- t- I would rather like have it as a TV
3: show. Yeah. I'd rather have this as a TV show, like one percent Sly, you were saying you're
0: gonna I say something. I just
1: want to see ghosts. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Bollywood style I, th- Now I'm intrigued <laughs> Or just give me a Ghost of Tsushima Like Kurosaka
0: Kurosaka, Kurosaka?
3: Kurosawa. That? Kurosawa. Kurosawa
0: That's the one, sorry yeah. like, Make it that kind of movie I'd be down for that yeah. well, be,
3: well, I probably only would be in black and white I was going to say I don't want this to be a Hollywood production. Personally, I I would rather it be like a John Woo like Red Cliff or Hero or Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon production versus anything that we do but this is it like the, the the closest thing to it is like Mulan and that was received poorly. So I'm I'm hoping
0: I mean yeah. I feel like this is going to be more of a Hollywood thing anyways because look at uncharted for example, right? Tom Holland Oh, like the, some of the actors that are in there. It's, it's, and who is it? Mark Wahlberg is in it? Sully.
3: <laughs> as,
0: as Sully. As Sully so, <laughs> yeah,
3: like just gonna in. be Breaking Hollywood news. Fun. Oh no, breaking uh, news. Jin Sakai uh, casted fra- as Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson will be playing Jin Sakai. Bye <laughs>
2: bye, guys. My favorite I Asian actor.
3: <laughs> My favorite Asian actor, Scarlett Johansson. The funny thing is, when I played
0: uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I didn't even play it on English. I played that entire thing in Japanese. Because mm. I think that, that, that that's how I feel like I wanted to experience that game. So, But people have said that the English voice
3: acting is really, really good. Yeah, it is. It's, it's top-notch. Yeah. All right. On to so the next. Our next article comes from IGN. Uh, Reggie Filzameh quits GameStop board of directors after just one year by Matt Perslow. So in a shocking development to the GameStop bankruptcy arc, uh, Reggie Filzame has left the building. It seems that GameStop is recycling its board of directors with its current eight, including Reggie, to be out by the end of 2021, with a brand new set of board of directors to replace them. Pretty sure at this point, Reggie was just, ready, was just Reggie for retirement anyway. Terrible joke. Terrible joke. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> oh, joke. you love it. <laughs>
1: I think Reggie Feeds May just said, I don't want to deal with this bullshit anymore.
3: Oh, yeah, no. It's definitely like, well, the way they, the way, so if it was just Reggie, I would say, yeah, that's probably 300% true, but it's also all the other board of directors leaving as well, and there seems like they're all going to be replaced with just brand new people altogether. So I'm wondering if it was maybe on Reggie's side, maybe Reggie was just like, I'm out of here, and then everybody else jump-shipped, or maybe GameStop said... Yeah, we're just gonna replace all of you guys. By you guys are too too expensive to uh, to to employ. I wonder if it obviously have anything to do with the fact of the fiasco that happened earlier this year with the stock exchange crap. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. I mean, personally. I didn't want him there anyways. I think he's better used anywhere else. If anything, I would love for him to be the face of uh, Sony because right now Ooh. Sony is separated into like four other people and they're all uninteresting. You know, you got uh, Mark Cerny who is just uh, Dana Carvey, but he's barely on screen. You got uh, all these other people. There's no face over there. You have a uh, Phil Spencer. You have Doug Bowser who we haven't really seen a lot of Doug Bowser, but still because Reggie used to be that spot. I would love for him to be the face of Sony. Oh yeah. He would be, he would be excellent for Sony. I think he would, he would bring a lot of life to that brand where it feels like Sony right now is that very stern, like they, they don't, it it doesn't feel like they're having fun as they used to, where they used to like, just come out with an orchestra. Exactly. Here's my favorite quote from Reggie. Um, He said, my name is Reggie. I'm about kicking ass. I'm about taking names and I'm about making games. So hell yeah, let's go. Pretty good. Sony hire. Good. Sony hire Reggie right now.
0: <laughs> yes. I, hire this man.
2: <laughs>
0: I well, don't know. also do think when, when it comes to like these boards of directors and stuff, there is there are companies that just do a clean slate as well for board of directors. Like you know what, we just want to start fresh with new people, like, like completely. So like that might be the case here as well. I know GameStop's been doing some. It's been some weird things that have been happening with GameSpot. Recently, but do all right slide. Do you think GameSpot's going to be there in the next like year or two, or at least the next five years? Even with this I change, I hope
1: so. I hope so. I hope that GameStop right now they're clearing house. You know, they're getting out everybody that they don't want there, clean out the bad apples, and be like, okay, we're not doing too hot. There's a lot of shit going on. We're getting a lot of bad press. What can we do to re like reinvigorate the brand? And maybe game doesn't have to be like the traditional like brick and mortar store that it is. Like I I'm not gonna give them any free marketing. <laughs> but I think there's definitely directions they can go from here to, you know preserve that brand just in a different format.
3: Yeah, they could pivot somehow, right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. I actually, I actually have some insider
3: information on this. So, uh, we, so me and Mario know uh, the managers at our local GameStop. They tell us basically everything. Um, so, at least in the beginning of the year, from what I could tell, the biggest problem with what was going on was uh, GameStop was already trying to rebrand itself before COVID. Um, mm-hmm it was starting to become less of like a brick and mortar and more of like an air, like a hub for people to come and hang out. Um, they were starting to open up stores that were uh, these like tournament centers. So they were kind of like LAN party centers where they would have couch gaming that you can just come in, come play video games. They would have computers that you would be able to use. Um, and this place would have stuff for like tournaments and stuff like that. And then COVID happened. So obviously you can't really use these new GameStops that you just built because guess what you can't be within 6 feet of people and all these things are within like eye distance right like right next to each other so you can't use these stores so they just spent all that money for nothing to not have anybody come in and use this stuff um and then to top it off uh with covid on top of that um they've just not been able to get anything in stock like um i would every time i'm inside that GameStop someone comes in and asks for something like A switch controller or Joy Cons or a PS5 controller or a PS5 anything. They'll ask for a lot of these things, and a lot of the times they'll say, "Yeah, it's not in stock here or uh, within a 90 mile radius of these other Game Stops." And if you can't sell anything, you're not gonna. There's no profit to be made, and if you can't get these products during COVID, there's no profit to be made. Yeah. So it seems like they're just kind of in a catch-22 where like they wanted to build up a reputation to bring more people in by bring by letting them try out these new products play new video games all that they can that can happen due to covid so now they can't bring anybody in period because now they can't even get stock on just regular items yeah and earlier on early in the year too they stopped all trades too, which is another big part of their business, taking in stock and taking in those those pre-owned so that way they can repurpose them and make profit margins off of their, their you know the selling. So they had to pull that out as well. Anything uh, Once they start even like start doing that again, which happened like late last year, um, it was still not sold immediately. It ended up going to like the warehouse and you can only do online sales. So the actual brick and mortars were struggling and it sucks because the brick and mortars, and I know that we're all going in this all digital age there's still that subset of people that rely on physical media you know the low income housing um absolutely relies on stuff like that pre-owned games something that's not at full price older systems like these are all things that are still essential to those places and with everything going on it's just been it's been pretty sucky and is the best way to describe it i'm sure there's a more elegant way but i mean as much yeah i
0: Sorry. Sorry, what? I was just gonna say it, it just for I think it's just sucks for timing when it comes to GameStop. Like uh with with the, cause you said trade ins and their pre-use stuff, that's where they make a b- bulk of their money, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right? People trade their games in for like 20 bucks and then re- they resell them for like fifty.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Working at E B games. It's the circle of life. What, yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what
3: it's like. oh god. The, <laughs>
0: dude, it because it really, like I used to work at E B games and that was what what they wanted to push as much mm-hmm. as possible. So, and it sucks that people—they're not taking trading games. People aren't going to their stores anymore because it's the only way you can get used games as well. So, I think it just like this moment just ha- like it just sucks for them at this point. And with the whole Reggie thing, I'm just, I am just—I—I feel like it's it—it it is what it is with GameStop. Mm-hmm. They're cleaning house. They're going to see how this goes. And it's, what, what Sly was saying is, I—I I, I agree with Sly when it comes to this. Let's just—I want to—I want to see them pivot. We'll see. We'll see if they can. But yeah.
3: Sure it not. definitely does suck, uh, especially like you know we, me and Mario have history with the store. You know I yeah. mean we've we've both worked there. We both worked there for a number of years, and it's at, when it, when we worked there at least it. I don't know when like I, I can't speak on Mario, but like when I was working there, the, the mentality was totally different. It was a very much a more greeting people in, talking to them, getting to know your customers, and recommending games, all that. And by the time I left, the it switched from, okay, we need to get sales, sales, sales. You know what I mean? To sell this thing on top of this thing on top of this thing. Screw, yeah. screw the customer. Just get it, get it done. Get it quick in and out. Make sure they get the pro card. Make sure they get the insurance, which is just free money, you know, because some people will never claim that. Um, yeah, it was, it, it, it you know, these are business practices and these is what are some things that they implement for sure, you know. But at the end of the day, I would hate for stores to close. Yeah, we have a lot of cool friends who work at these stores, and I would hate to see them go from from GameStop. But yeah, we'll see.
2: But speaking uh, of stores, got
3: anything for? Do, would you got? Do you got anything that's like kind of like a GameStop in
2: Halifax? Um, we have EB Games. Um, oh, we EB don't Games. have GameStop. Um <laughs> Harv knows. Harb's just laughing. Um, I know I live on a peninsula, on in a like a magical world in Narnia. Um, I, I understand that. I was just going
0: to say, like, she, she, it's, she lives in a, a pretty decent sized city. Well,
3: I mean, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know who has EB games. I <laughs> don't... will
2: admit the biggest news coming out of Halifax today was a tugboat being sold and sent to um, Hamilton, Ontario. That's pretty much the biggest news here. Um, but no, we do it's all crazy over there. <laughs> well, it's theodore tugboat. Someone bought oh. it. Okay, well, that's it has a, whole a name. Other, you can, yeah. you can, Theodore's yes. Oh, you yes, can, that's right. Yes, you can look it up. I'm not like we can probably. You know what? We can put that as a fucking photo. I don't give a diddly damn. Theodore but,
3: tugboat is now the thumbnail. Picture at the of no, this, at the end of this, this segment, I'll put Theodore tugboat <laughs> at the end, and you can you can see it. Okay.
2: Thank you. Okay, but yeah, no, we do have EB Games, um, and we do have like mom and pop kind of stores, um, but for the most part, like just like everyone else said it's more in the lines of you go there and then you say like hey do you have this game it says on the website that you had this game and then they're like actually no we don't because it hasn't updated yet but you can go to the store on the other side of the city and then you're like okay cool beans like it's not very helpful um so some of the people that work there are incredibly nice and are phenomenal at their jobs and others
3: here yeah yeah Here's a bad story that me and Frank would do all the time. We would uh, reserve games and put fake names under the reserves and they would have to save it. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But, uh, uh, when I worked at EBS, people did that all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I got to reserve this game of
3: Gears of War for Titicaca. <laughs> like, Look, I will preface this. We knew the people there and they knew it was us every time because <laughs> we would make it blatantly obvious it was it was us. And we worked like right next to them. So like we would walk in like five minutes later and be like, I got a reserve for titty (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would hate for that store to go down, Frank. I would hate for that store to go away. uh, There's so much good history there with, with us. But, um, speaking of history, uh, our next article comes from Eurogamer. Uh, Sony's PS3, PSP and Vita digital stores reportedly closing for good this summer by Matt Wells. So Sony has done the unthinkable. i Using that sarcastically, uh, it's reported that the legacy PlayStation stores will be closed this summer. Uh, the reported dates for this closing are July 2nd for the PSP and PS3, and August 27th for the Vita. What do we think about? What What are you doing? What are you What are you holding?
1: It's I have so many thoughts and feelings. I'm just oh. ignoring Mario. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so. My biggest problem is like, I get it, like, people probably aren't using these stores and it will, like, sp- save them space on, you know, the back end. But from the, like, pure, like, preservation side, the fact that they're closing these down is, like, kind of heartbreaking because, like, it's a great way to preserve all of these games in a format that, you know, we don't always have access to any other way. And so by closing that down, you lose that sense of preservation. So I hope they, I know they won't, but I hope they do something to, like, preserve it. Somebody might put it up on, like, a legacy website or something, and that would be great. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just sad to see it go. Do you
0: think it would be uh, a better way of putting it on the playstation store but just putting it down to like a vita version of it or a ps2 version of it, a ps3 version of it just in the store so you could play them on your ps5
1: yeah just put legacy like part of the site make it like a legacy store so like you can't interact with it you can't buy from it or whatever but it's just there so people like you know know these things exist
3: yeah, it just sucks that, like, you know, like, sure, shut down the website, shut all those down, but maybe if the system still had it active, because it's still an active internet-connected device, it's not like the internet just shuts off on it. You can still watch Netflix <laughs> on these things, so it's just like, it just sucks that, yeah, th- that will be sort of discontinued. Um, the, the only way to access these games now going forward, and this is not all games, uh, would just be through their PS Now service, because you could still stream PS3 games but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you're missing out on all those PSP classics. You're missing out um, all all those Vita games, which there's not many, I understand. But still, uh, the ones that matter. You'd be surprised. Matter. You'd be surprised. Actually no, no, no. If you look at the doc. I meant, like, I meant like actual like, there's a bunch of indie games on there. <laughs> but I meant like that flagship like, oh, I'm going to miss Uncharted, uh, Golden Abyss, you know, or Freedom Wars, like those ones, as opposed to like. Guacamelee, which is now on every platform. Um, at the same time, yeah, I'm I'm I will miss some of these things. I I personally love the Vita. I got into the PS3 kind of late, and I'm downloading as as you just saw. I had the giant PS3. I'm downloading as much of games that I missed out on before this ends. And uh, yeah, say sweet sweet goodbyes.
0: I was yeah, I just, was just thinking like maybe you could just do emulation on the PS5 for PSP. For Vita you'd think and you'd get think. And then you could actually just put uh, put them on the on the storefront. I mean so you can still buy Vita games, but ex- they will be I mean, scaled for the PS5.
3: I mean Xbox has been doing this now for the last yeah. three generations. They figured it out. PlayStation just is not in the mindset of these preservations. Jim Ryan doesn't understand why we want to play old games. It's because we want to be able to go back and feel these emotions again. And the big thing that I'm most afraid for this, the fact that the PS3 store and the Vita stuff is all those third party games that are not gonna be licensed again, like for instance your Marvel Ultimate Superhero games or your uh, you know, Rugrats the video game, you know, like those are those things are gonna be lost the time. I don't uh, think they're even on that store anyway. I'm just saying in general, like if those games specifically, those type of games, they'll be gone. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know? it's like more of a hypothetical, right?
3: Yeah. Just to give you guys an idea of what we're losing, though, um, three hundred and ninety-three games for the PlayStation Store, one thousand and two Vita games, and fifty-eight PSP games is what's going to be lost through the the deletion of the store. Yeah,
1: that's a lot of games. It's a lot yeah. of
3: games. Yeah. You're looking games. at almost fifteen hundred games right there. Yeah, I feel like Sarah uh, McLaughlin needs to come in and make a commercial about all these lost games and finding house. Give these PlayStation it, games a home somebody it, please. in the <laughs> arms <laughs> of an angel. <laughs> hell, if, I wonder if Sony were to do something like if people were to like crowdfund the amount of money it costs for them to keep those servers up and if people would actually like keep those servers up with their own money. I'm afraid of how much it, well, but that think of it that's only gonna cost probably a fixed one month's worth of service. I know it's gonna be like one of those Wikipedia things where like this is we're asking you again to donate to our website.
0: God, could you just imagine if you could have these games if you're like a PS Plus user? Yeah, and you get these games on just as like a free thing on PS Plus. Well, like they I said, but, say, but,
3: but like I said, so PS now, right? They could keep cycling them out and treat Game Pass, you know, keep it treated like a Game Pass, which yeah. it technically is their Game Pass. There's nobody thinks of it that way. Uh, that's will be the only place that you be able to play these things. But yeah, I yeah. want to be able to play still some of the Vita games on a large screen because they have the PS TV uh, years ago too. So I don't know.
0: Are you what? What are you most sad about this when it comes to this V? Because did you have a PSP? Did you have a Vita?
2: I had a Vita.
3: Um. Yeah. I Let she's like let it burn. Yeah. Let burn. I mean, burn it okay. all down.
2: No, here's the thing. Like when the PlayStation 3 was prevalent, when the Vita was like super popular, like I I enjoyed the Vita when I played it. Like I had games on it. I still do have games. Would I go like is it my top handheld console that I go back to and play with? No like I have other things I could be playing on um and the games that I specifically would want on the PlayStation 3 is the one I have physical copies for which would have been like Ni no Kuni, which also has a- like you can access it on the PS4 um and when the like that particular console was like super like like in its prime I was playing World of Warcraft so a lot of those games i didn't play like they existed i knew the playstation 3 existed i played it when i went over to friends houses but i didn't like own one the first like the first sony console i owned was the playstation 4 um i'm not gonna sit here and be like i've been a sony fan for no um so i i think there's a lot like There's a lot of IPs that it's going to be upsetting to see kind of, like, that door close, and a lot of people might not have access to it or might not have the physical copy. And I know we come from a community that was obsessed with the Vita, um, to a point where I literally drew Vita Island. Like, I was the person who made the frickin' post splitter, like, I did all that stuff, but, um, it's- it's definitely heartbreaking, but I also understand that they're putting the resources into moving forward rather than looking backwards, which is unfortunate, but it's a move that needs to be made. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and say like that's upsetting by any means because it definitely is, but it's a move that needs to be made in the long run.
0: yeah, I, I would love to see analytics on the Xbox side to see how much backwards compatibility actually gets used.
3: Oh, for PlayStation? I guarantee you. No, no,
0: for Xbox. Just oh, for, for Xbox.
3: Xbox. I mean, because
1: yeah. I, I ask literally like, started you have an Xbox. playing. Yeah, I literally started playing a bunch of old Xbox games because they're on Game Pass. Like, I can play a ton of 360. The I have the Series S. This is the first time I've ever owned an Xbox. And the fact that I can play all those, like, classic 360 games, all the Xbox One games, all of the new games... They're all there, and that's, like, such a huge selling point for Xbox.
3: And and the boost that you end up getting on Xbox, right? Because yeah, the 60S the, F- 60 F- 60 F- F- boost and stuff HDR. like that. 4K, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, Xbox has just somehow cracked the code when it comes to making this all happen. I really wish that PlayStation took a part of their legacy and actually... Came together and was like, let's make this happen, even if it's a service, even if it's a service that I have to pay for. I'm OK with that. I just wish like in a, in a way, like people you know, give shit to uh, Nintendo for their virtual console style, like the way that it was where you buy individual games versus and they keep selling you the same game twice versus what they're doing now, which, of course, is you pay that subscription service and you get all these NS, NES games that they reveal every month, or well, they used to reveal every month, and then they did SNES. Hopefully, one day they'll do N64, and, you know, and so on and so on. And I think that's an interesting way to preserve it. It's just you know, everything's a subscription service now. Why not just be another one? You know, this is yeah. the PlayStation One subscription service. It's five bucks, so you get all these games.
0: I was going to yeah. say twice is an understatement when they make you <laughs> buy games. <laughs> Look, I, I feel like want- I bought Mario three like seven times already, Fair enough. I still, I still don't own it somehow.
3: I still can't play mario 3 and i have no idea how um, exactly but i i if i could request anything from sony i want you to bring back the ps1 store please please i got crash for 2 audio listeners,
0: here for audio listeners he has uh, his playstation 1 yeah. in his hand right now and he's waving it like a flag
3: yeah that's I right have crash 2 in here
0: <laughs> and now and now uh, mario is going back and uh picking out oh his mini uh, <laughs>
3: Look how tiny it looks compared to this thing, dude. Listen, it ain't about the size it's of the like boat, it's the motion in the ocean, of the ocean, alright? It yeah. kind of when you hold it up like that, it kind of looks like the same size, but this is like the old school. <laughs> this is the it's
0: old like, school. It's like perspective. It's like we're mess- we're messing with pers- we're messing with perspective right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. All, <right. laughs>
3: um, all very sad on the Sony front. It is what it is. Uh, But on to our next article, and our final article this week comes from Kotaku. Uh, This is a report, Uh, Microsoft wants to buy Discord for over $10 billion by Luke Plunkett. So in a move nobody saw the money giant doing, it looks like Microsoft might might want to require Discord. What they will do with it, who knows. But most likely, (laughs) if the deal goes through, we might be seeing Discord integrated into the Xbox network ecosystem, and maybe Windows. As as of March twenty fifth, Microsoft is now in exclusive talks with Discord, and if all the negotiations go well, we could be seeing the completion of a deal as soon as next month. I got some thoughts.
0: Okay, we Fee, thoughts. we're gonna go with Fee first go because Fee has been shaking her head yeah. this entire. New st- yep. New, yeah, I was here. He- I was
3: hearing. I was hearing some things happen. I can't see you guys when I'm reading it, so I
0: was just yeah. like
2: trying to see like what's going on down here. All right,
0: what, what <laughs> no. you got, Fee?
2: So I don't know if you guys know that Microsoft already has a system that allows people to get in contact with each other um it's called fucking skype it's trash and <laughs> they brought they bought like skype used to be like pretty popular and then it was consumed soft and where is skype now i only know one particular group that these skypes it's dead <laughs> i'm gonna be honest love you sean capri if you are listening to the podcast But Skype is dead. I only have Skype specifically for Sean Capri. That's the only reason why I own that freaking platform. That's the only reason. It's... So, I'm very concerned. I feel like Microsoft is... I don't know, like, while everyone else is, like, floundering during this pandemic... Microsoft has risen above, and it's just like, we got money, we're gonna buy a bunch of stuff. We bought Bethesda, now we're gonna be looking at other things. You know what? Discord's pretty popular, because we can't buy things like Instagram or TikTok, so let's buy something that everyone uses, and we can integrate. Discord looks like a really great idea.
3: I I thought your your big rant was actually gonna be the fact that they're gonna pay more for Discord than they're gonna pay for Bethesda titles.
2: Well, here's that the thing. True. There's more people that use Discord than people consume Bethesda products. I guess. I'm not going to sit here and pretend no. like I no, don't think that's Free the Free product? Thing.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. I also do Free think product. do think it's valued at $10 billion because of COVID. Yeah. I think COVID has a huge reason why it's valued at that it's much. It's
2: probably because they can't buy Zoom. Zoom's probably well, like, not. we're $100 billion at this point. Let's try to buy something next. Oh, there's Discord like yeah. oh it's for gamers <laughs> let's well, take I harv
3: you got a point though i think yeah. you really do because I, uh, it, it makes sense that it, it would be a lot more it would cost a lot more to buy discord now than it would have been a year ago because everybody is most likely using discord right now yep companies are using Discord. Use discord we're for using classes discord. There you go. Sly's yeah. using Discord for, for classes. Like, everybody uses Discord now. This podcast and is brought to you by Discord. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this podcast is being recorded right now in Discord. I'm looking at a Discord. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe in about a month, it'll be presented by Windows. Who knows?
0: Um, <laughs> Sly, what do you think about all this?
1: <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I honestly, like, I swear to God, I hate the idea of this. Microsoft has so much money, and they're just throwing it at other companies to do the work for them, which is great for them, but sucks for whoever they're throwing money at, because, you know, a company's gonna get acquired, changes are gonna happen, usership is gonna plummet, and then it'll turn into Mixer, right? Like, you don't need to buy every company to work with them. You can just have partnerships. Let Discord be an app on your systems. Like, please, for the love of God, stop just buying everything you want to work with. Like, you're allowed to work with other companies that work with other companies. Like, it's it just really pisses me off that Microsoft whole philosophy right now in regards to working with other uh, software and working with other businesses is, oh, we want a partnership with them, but we want them all to ourselves. I'm just going to buy out the entire company. And it's getting really tired because we've already seen it screw over so many different groups of people. Just work with them put the a- fucking Discord app on your Xboxes. Like,
0: you know. That's, this That's where... Okay, Mario, I'm going gonna, gonna to let you go in a second here. But one of the big things that I think they they should do is like, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Don't buy get partnerships, especially for... Like, if Discord can make a partnership with Xbox or with Microsoft and PlayStation, that would be huge. Mm-hmm. Because one, Ooh. the Xbox Live Party shit is terrible. Mm-hmm. Two the playstation like the playstation party stuff i hate it so much i can't stand that stuff but like having it all cross kind of like cross i guess cross play in a way (laughs) with all of the systems would be so good so i'm afraid that if microsoft buys it that they're going to keep it exclusive on their platforms Mm. and not put it on like a playstation thing or something
3: I'm i'm gonna disagree with you Microsoft is the one place, as of right now, at least the latest regime of Microsoft, that has been the most open about working with people, has been working with Nintendo on specific things, specifically releasing Microsoft games on those platforms. It's the only other game that right now that they've kind of released, obviously, has been Minecraft and Cuphead is on PlayStation. I think, yes... Discord as a company right now might not have the resources to be able to be put it on those platforms and for it to be successful. So maybe that's why the equity from actually Microsoft could actually put that through. My other take that the reason why I wanted to bring up, though, was right now we have the system where it's called Discord Nitro. Mm, Yeah. What if, and I'm stealing this idea from Zombie Kills. I think they made this observation on Twitter. But what if instead of that... It's part of your Xbox Live subscription that boosts yeah. all of your assets of, uh, you know, everything with Discord. Now, I think yeah. that, to me, is an awesome little additional feature that potentially we could gain from this. But at the same time, as you brought up, Beard, uh, uh, beard, uh, Skype and Xbox and PlayStation, their systems suck ass. They suck so, so bad. So, to have the integration part of possibly a better voice chat, but also having access to the camera stuff, which I think would be kind of fun, um, especially if it was something that could be overlaid over games in some aspect, they never do this. This has always been my speculation that they would. They never implemented it perfectly. Maybe this is a way. Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) Damn it, Mario. I was waiting for the opportunity to say all. Um, (laughs) I was going to say... Um, wouldn't it be crazy if with all this integration we would get like Discord Nitro, you get a free boost every month through Xbox Live Game Pass. Um, Microsoft is a big media giant. You know what I mean? They they, they have servers, they have all these things that, that Discord could use. I doubt Discord right now in its current current landscape is it has the same cloud servers or anything like that as big as Microsoft. I feel like we will see a jump in quality all across the board in, in terms of discord, yeah. if Microsoft were to require it before the and show, course, right? We had that issue of the cameras were looking yeah. great. That's exactly what you're saying right there. Yeah. Like more servers across, you know, across the world would be great. Um, Xbox live integration would be amazing. Being able to do, do what we're doing here on maybe Xbox itself and not having to have a separate computer or something like that, just with your friends or something like that would be amazing to do. Um, especially if you just integrate this with PC, because then you can talk with your Xbox Live friends on PC with Xbox or something. Uh, there's plenty of different ways Microsoft can make this a good thing, but I do agree with Sly that if they leave Discord alone and more make, it, make it more of a partnership than a dictatorship, because if you do what you did with, with Mixer, nobody's going to trust you. <laughs> nobody's going to trust you, because Discord, I mean, Mixer was one thing, but Discord is kind of sacred at this point. Everybody loves Discord, so if you fuck up Discord, you're pissing off a
0: lot of platforms just don't die, right? Yeah, and the fact that Mixner died is like a red flag to mm-hmm. me. And like you look at like it's like it's it's almost the same thing as if Google bought bought Discord, for example, too, because it's the same thing. It's the same kind of shit. I like the overlay like you guys were talking about the overlay stuff and you guys were talking about that like that is one of the one of the coolest features that Discord has is like I you can have an overlay on top of your game to see who's in chat, who's muted, who's talking and having that on top of games on your PlayStation and your Xbox would be awesome that would be amazing and having the feature of everybody uh, uh, talking to each other doesn't matter what what platform you're on the one thing about what you said Mario about them playing Together with a lot of people. I I am still not on board with that statement, still. Because Cuphead and Ori are not first party studios, they are second-party studios. They don't own Studio MDHR. They funded them. They don't own them. And Moon Studios, I'm pretty sure they don't own Moon Studios either. I think they just funded Ori. So that so that's where I'm kind of like, I don't know where Starfield is gonna go. Like, I, I think once Bethesda starts releasing games. I think we're going to see more of what direction Xbox is going with that stuff.
3: Mm -hmm. Fee, do you have any thoughts on this? You took off your glasses. Did you take
2: off your glasses? Am I going crazy?
3: No, she took off her glasses. Can you see clearly now? Is the rain gone?
2: No. Um, We're not going to talk about my glasses. Um, Mostly because, like, I.
3: Quick segue. fucking broke them oh no is this because of microsoft buying discord
2: (laughs) (laughs) no it just like the to show like for audio listeners i currently have one of the like pieces of my glasses in one hand and the rest of my glasses in the other because the bolt holding these two together apparently has disappeared (laughs) so here we are i'm currently um Like, I can't see very well right now, so we'll just go from there. Um, It's been, like, I'm interested to see how it goes, and I apologize for the quick pause there, just because I needed to, like, process everything. Um, It's just, it's, Microsoft has been doing well, and the... Right now what we need to do is we really need to focus on what they do with ZeniMax, what they do with those particular games, and then move on from there. If they've learned from their mistakes rather than other companies where they purchase them and then instantly decide to close that portion, which I'm not going to talk about because I'm that's February irritations um, with a specific company, Cough Cough, um, Google. Um, it's I'm interested to see how it goes and if they're able to like hey hey, we're going to purchase this but then we'll allow other consoles to use it but we're just going to be the ones powering it because a lot of what they've been talking about when it comes to Bethesda and things like that is they are looking to find ways to improve not only the new games that are coming out but some of the older games like 76 because they were in talks with Um, And by them, I mean Bethesda was in talks with Microsoft when everything went down with 76. And if we see that with um, Discord where we get those improvements. And if I can pay, like, if they say, like, hey, for an extra $5 a month, you get, like, Nitro and all that other stuff, sign me up. Like, if it's things like that, like those small integrations and small, like, things like that, I'm more than happy to see it. I'm going to stay optimistic. But I'm still a little bit irritated because we have seen things like Mixer and Skype go away in the dodo. So.
1: Mm.
3: Alrighty then. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this, but uh, <laughs> given our current situation, but we are adding a new section to the patch notes this week for when it comes up, and that is Fee's Stadia Corner. Uh, at this corner, there is a desk, a pen, and a Stadia controller. Fee. Can you do, you do you need your glasses for this or do you want to just do it quick?
2: Great, okay. just give hey, me one second, here guys. You got this. Um, don't judge me. Um, I'm gonna just make a slight, we're judging. We're making a slight tweak because your girl is blind and has astigmatism and she can't see <sighs> shit. So, <laughs> realize
3: what you were doing. You're just upping the
0: size. I, 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 I was like, looking what? at the dot, and it's just getting you're bigger. Good, good. I it, we saw it in
2: real time. I was like, what are you okay. doing, <laughs> feet?" Guys, let me be. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is it is. Holy moly, guys. <laughs> Welcome to this quick Stadia Corner. I'm going to make this very quick for you. Thank you so much. Um, so we're going to be talking about an article that comes from inverse.com by Giovanni Colantonio, um, and it's all about the new Resident Evil news that came out this week, where um, Google and Capcom have announced that both Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village are coming to the cloud gaming platform. Stadia Pro subscribers will get... The gold edition of Resident Evil 7 free um, at the start of April. Um, But there is channelizing incentive for fans who want to buy Village on the platform. Players who pre-order or purchase the game before May 21st will get the Stadia Premiere Edition at no extra charge, which is what they did specifically for um, Cyberpunk as well um, Mm -hmm. earlier in December. So that means that $60... Um, Or for me, it's going to be (laughs) $79.99. We'll get um, fans (laughs) the full game, the Stadia controller, and the Chromecast Ultra. This is not only a great value, but it marks a major strategic shift on how Google plans to get more people onto Stadia. Um, We actually saw a great growth in Stadia purchases of Cyberpunk 2077 when they offered this deal because it came to a point where they actually sold out. Of that particular deal, um, in both the United States and Canada, um, and so I'm really interested to see how that goes. Um, I'm probably going to buy it on Stadia. Um, I was a little bit like I was debating getting it on the computer, but since it the Stadia option is there, I probably will go over to that option.
0: Hey, yeah, try. It, it's a good deal. The try, yeah, yeah, it's
3: yeah. a good deal. When you think about it, right now, in in the landscape of where you can't get a new next gen console, like the Series X or the PS5 yeah. It's a great way for, for somebody who maybe doesn't e- either you can't get the consoles or you just don't have the money for the consoles right now, which is totally understandable landscape. Um, it's an, it's an insane value. You pay $60. You're getting basically a controller and a Chromecast, which are about a hundred dollars by themselves. Uh, Each, it, it's, yeah. it's crazy value. It's crazy value that, that uh, Stadia is doing and more and more that the months go by where you can't buy a new gpu you can't buy a ps5 you can't buy an xbox the stadia options looking
2: better and better yeah Um, maybe it'll
0: maybe it'll get me to get stadia at this point too maybe who knows
3: there
2: you
0: go i'd rather play them on pc but like there there are some stuff like like obviously i can't run the games on max settings so maybe that's probably gonna be a better way for me to do it uh, until i get an actual gpu right since i'd rather play games on pc my, my ps5 just sits here i feel sad <laughs> uh my
3: ps5 is just the, the lotion stand Dude, oh my god nope nope
0: <laughs> nope
1: my All series of... s is getting a lot of work <laughs>
0: yeah. Sly, Sly is, Sly is getting the full like work out of out of their xbox while our ps5 well frank and i's ps5 just sits there
3: <laughs> i mean mine's That's a like, fortnite machine so I mean...
2: Wine like, doesn't uh, exist. Remember when we gave Fee shit over <laughs> playing
3: Loop Hero on on her 3070 and Mario's over here with a I, PS5 and Fortnite? <laughs> I thought I thought for I thought we were gonna go one week without talking about Loop Hero, but here we are.
0: All right, so on that note, Fee, she has to she has to get out of here. You want to say bye to everybody?
2: Absolutely. Bye, guys. I hope you have a great evening, and by evening, I mean whenever you're listening to the specific podcast, because I realize that this is pre-recorded, and you might be listening to this in the morning. So I really hope that you're having a fantastic day. You can find me here. You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter at Zoranics, Um, and you can see it right underneath there. I'm not going to spell it out for you. You know how to do it. And for the people who are listening, it is going to be in the actual description if you wanna check out my stuff. You can also check me over at the Penultimate Conquest. I did a bunch of stuff over there this week, a lot of anime related stuff um, in regards to the final season of Attack on Titan, where we did a double feature episode and we talked about the spring 2021 ep- um, season of all things anime, which is fantastic. And what you can do is, I'm just gonna plug them because I'm just about to run over there. Um, you can check out the PS Trophy Room where they talk about all things PlayStation. By the players, for the players. Fantastic stuff. Great people. We love it. We love to see it. I'm going to go now, and I don't know why I'm pointing. Okay. Bye! Replace <laughs> her with a cool picture. Bye. Later, hater. Alright, for our last
0: segment for the podcast, I'm going to throw it to Mario for some hot takes.
3: Yes, so uh, we are doing a hot take. Uh, the hot take this week is, old shit is old. Screw your old books, your old comics, your old movies, your old CDs, your old cassette players, your old VHSs. All that shit's old. Everyone hurt me. I'm a changed man. All this media behind me, I'm going to burn it. I'm going to go burn all that stuff. (laughs) Uh, No, that is not actually my personal hot take. That's not how I actually feel. But I know that is a sentiment that a lot of people have these days when it comes to you know digital only stuff or when it comes to like, say, like, you know, not wanting to watch older movies after a certain point. I know that Frank specifically points this out to me every time about 80s music and 80s nostalgia, even though I was never born in the 80s. I totally get it. Um, so I wanted to raise the topic up is uh, how old is too old? And do you feel that way? Do you feel that you will do not go back? I know that in this episode specifically, we've had conversations about Mass Effect, which is a somewhat older game. I'm curious about what you all think about specifically this idea. So Sly, since you have brought in Mass Effect, I wanna bring it up to you first. Do, are you someone that yeah. lives in that mindset or is opposite of that mindset?
1: Absolutely the opposite for the most part. Like, I, again, I'm very much a sentimental person. I really enjoy and appreciate looking at older media. Just, like, for the pure history of it, I love old books. It's probably one of my favorite things on the planet, is, like, old books, getting to read, you know, all these stories from people with completely different perspectives and completely different worldviews. Something I really enjoy. I... And games I missed out on a lot of those like seminal titles and being able to go back and play them, acknowledging that, yeah, maybe the graphics aren't perfect, maybe the gameplay kind of drink, but getting to experience those in the context of now is something I really appreciate and enjoy. I do struggle more with like movies and TV shows a lot of those I feel like don't hold up and it's pretty challenging for me to be able to go back and watch them especially because a lot of the themes in Hollywood that can be you know pretty anti-trans anti-queer anti-disabled those themes were really like prevalent in a lot of older like movies and tv shows So I don't really vibe with those as much, but from a pure, like, preservation and conservation standpoint, I love being able to access old stories and old media and just being able to see, like, you know, what people's perceptions were of the world, how people interacted. That's something that's really interesting to me as a communication studies, like, major, like, this is my bread and butter, right? So I want to hear what what you guys think about this.
3: Yeah, Frank. What what I know that we used to share a workspace together, and we would pick music, and I primarily was in control of it because I'm a I'm that kind of person. And uh, yeah, you were tired of my playlists, and I want you to go ahead. This is your free opportunity to take pot shots so at me. When it when it when it comes to older media, and it, it's pretty obvious. I have a PlayStation One fucking uh i'm holding up a playstation portable right now yeah i love older media i have a closet in the other room filled with a bookcase filled with ps1 ps2 we almost every single different console type games when it comes to video games i love old stuff and i love new stuff um my personal opinion on old is old is i i appreciate the old stuff but i will i don't really let it cloud my judgment on newer things um it's it you have those you have groups of people who are only into newer things and you have groups of people who are into only the old things and i feel like both of those sides kind of cloud each other there's a way to do both at the same time and be able to enjoy both types of media um without having to overlook the other uh, when it comes to movies, I agree with with Sly here. I don't really like older movies and stuff like that. I mean, I, of course, I'll watch the classics, but I'm not going like I do with video games, where I'll um, I'll just play an older game and you know try to see what it's about. Whereas a movie, I'll see an older movie and be like, eh, maybe I'll do something else other than this. Uh, when it comes to music, I, I troll Mario a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to this, mainly because you guys didn't have to sit in a in a in a hot ass Verizon store for ten hours a day listening to old eighties jams on repeat. Okay, there, there's, <laughs> there was no changes in these songs. It was the same damn songs, guys.
0: I mean, but, I used to work at I, I used to work at Sears, and it was the same like twenty songs.
3: Yeah, but you day. would get a change maybe every year. Okay, we worked there for six. Well, I worked there for six years. Okay.
1: <laughs> Um, in mario's defense i also worked in a public place where we got to play music and my boss at the time who was 50 and i was what 20 i was playing my playlist and he said my music taste was too old for him because it was 50s rock hits which is like I love fifties music so much. So like, eighties <laughs> is a little bit more
3: reasonable. <laughs> yeah. I I I love all different types of music. If you look at my Spotify playlist, it goes from literally Japanese uh, city your, pop. What's your favorite to Taylor Swift straight up song? Hard gangster rap. Uh, your camera's doing some. Yeah, funky you're doing things. some funky things right now. I know it's because my GPU is dying. Oh my no, GPU is dying. That's why you need a new GPU. There you go. There you
0: go for me when it comes to this stuff, like I don't mind the um, I don't mind old stuff, really. I hate cassettes. I can't stand cassettes. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sit there and rewind a cassette. All right? No, nobody's got time for that. VHS, same thing. I'm glad DVDs exist. I'm glad CDs exist. And when's the last time I bought a CD or DVD? Oof, I don't remember. Like I don't remember. But when it comes to old games, I like old games. I enjoy playing them. Like I still play Smash Brothers Melee every now and then, right? I still play like Super Mario uh, Three and stuff like that. So like, when it comes to old games, I'm completely fine with it. Old movies, I agree with both. Both what Frank and Sly has said about old movies. Like they're 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 not great. <laughs> Especially like if you're trying to watch them in like a 2021 or 2020 lens in a way. So uh, I get I get the old is old mentality. I do understand it, but at the same time, it's like sometimes you just gotta see where games came from and what where how they've actually like uh, innovated, like where they started and where they are now. That's kind of where I am about. About older older games, I wish I could play old PlayStation games on my PS5. I wish I could play like Final Fantasy 6 on my PlayStation on my PS5, so I can just ex- experience that game again. For
3: example, bless you, sly.
1: Thank you.
3: Sorry, Frank. I probably cut you off there. Oh, <laughs> I, I dude, my computer <laughs> was having a time. Both my screens were just black. Like, <laughs> I think that was the hardest my GPU ever like restarted itself. Um. No, I, I mean, I, I really had nothing else to say, so you're all good. So,
0: yeah, that, that's kind of where I stand. I, 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 yeah, but I understand the old is old thing. I do. I do. When a game sucks and it's old, get it out of here. But, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, as someone who this, uh, this probably hits the hardest uh, pretty much because a lot of it is gone through what, what I grew up watching and it was these things that I was introduced to. So they are tied to me, even if they were not necessarily my generation, which is funny, you know, like I think fondly on Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and most of his best ones were in the 80s, uh, you know, Predator, uh, Terminator, Terminator 2, which was you know te- teetering into the 90s, uh, Total Recall, uh, all these movies that are technically before my time. They're a big part of me going forward. And I still say my favorite movies of all time are Goonies and Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory and Superman the movie. Superman the movie blew me away. Uh, even though now the CGI and all the things that they could possibly do are so much far tactical. There was something magical to see a man fly. So I still hold resonance to those old things, but I also agree with Sly. There are moments when you go back and you revisit things and you see things now with a totally different lens, you know, growing up as an adult or growing up as a kid, watching it, you see things and you watch things like biggest, big example, right? Ace Ventura, pet detective. Absolutely loved that movie as a kid. Absolutely loved all the jokes. Thought he was the funniest thing on the planet. The ass talking, the, the the dolphin stuff. Fantastic. Didn't understand the ending at all. Didn't understand what the people were laughing at when we get to the ending. Until you watch it as an adult. And it is extremely offensive. <laughs> um, especially towards uh, the trans community specifically. Um, so that movie is a movie that I don't necessarily revisit. Uh, as often as I used to, uh, because the way that they treated that specific character uh, is not the greatest. Um, so I, under- I totally understand there's things that you just can't go back to sometimes when it comes to that. Um, at the same time, I do think there are other things that still do but that people will not watch. Like, for instance, a big movie series that I've never seen that everyone keeps telling me to watch is The Godfather. I've never seen the Godfather. Uh, you're not alone here. Do I want to watch, uh, six hours of an Italian family go through struggles? No, nah, I already have one. They're, they're my own family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just like part of me <clears throat> resists some of that. In the same way I feel like a lot of people do. And it's, it's a lot of it like growing up, like as you move along the decades and I'm now realizing that cause I'm turning 31 soon. Uh, Things that I thought were bad to begin with, or things I just never really gave a chance to, even at the time. So, like, let's just say boy bands. Oh, boy bands suck. Now in my thirties, I I love boy bands. I love <laughs> I love uh, Backstreet Boys. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pose for NSYNC. Uh, same thing with like rap music. Rap music is another thing that to me changes over time, where my feelings on it change, and it's the older I get, the less like uppity that i get about my media so that's why when i feel like when frank is giving me shit about the 80s it's because he's not actually listening to it he's just listening to the idea of me listening to it but i feel like if he gave it a chance it's possible that he might like it but that's just me obviously dreaming as well <laughs> that's just me i like, I me like 80s music don't get me wrong i like 80s music i just don't like the same songs I know. over and over again. i know i tried to mix it up but you know spotify it just plays the same damn algorithm all the time I have um, to listen to Billy Jean one more fucking time.
0: <laughs> Insert Billy Jean here.
3: <laughs> DMCA.
1: We don't want to strike. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, we
3: don't Fee, want. See, what strike. do you think about this? Awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I, 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 I think she said something about I think she said something about Stadia or something, but we yeah. don't Start talking about Stadia
1: and I'm like Uh, Listening for the ghost of (laughs) All right, guys
0: Yeah I think think we're We're to about the end Of the podcast Sly Where can everybody find you
1: You can find Me on the internet at SlycloneMC pretty much Everywhere Uh, I think the only thing that's different Is Twitch is just Slyclone Which is pretty cool Uh, Not doing much I'm trying to graduate, so, you know, very busy, very stressed. But you can find me on, you know, pip stuff. I'm here. That's pretty much all I'm doing right now. A couple of projects I'm working on for class, so you might see something from me there. But keep an eye on my Twitter, and I'll keep everybody in the loop.
0: Sounds good. Frank, where can everybody find you? What are you working on?
3: you can find me on point in progress where i hear talk about video games and news um you can also follow me at twitch uh, twitch at venom unfitsnake over there i'm actually t- streaming somewhat i bought a new camera i my lights are actually properly put in the right spot i bought a new monitor yeah. Um you can see details I'm, in your room that I I don't want to see. I don't want to see those details. It's too much.
0: My, 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 my man streams for ten hours and he's like, how do people do this?
1: <laughs> how the fuck
3: so yeah, I, I I recently streamed Resident Evil 1 HD and uh it took a lot longer than I thought because I did not remember most of the puzzles. It's been a while since I played that game. But uh how the fuck I do streamers it. do this shit for ten hours? Cause I I was almost there for almost twelve and I, I was losing it. <laughs> okay, my, my mental state was not there. Okay? If you ever play
1: Eternal just eight Darkness 8 hours minimum every
3: day. <laughs> oh my god. It's it is it is a nightmare. But I will be streaming Resident Evil 2 because we're going to do every single Resident Evil game. Yeah. I'm going to do every single one of them to completion. Um so we will be doing Resident Evil 2 this Tuesday as well. Right, we'll actually, actually probably when this podcast comes out actually. Yeah. We'll we'll <laughs> try we'll try to promote it beforehand. Yeah.
0: Hey, Mario where where can people find you? What have you been working on?
3: You can find me at thatmarovera on all your platforms. That includes YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you find me just by typing in that full phrase, you'll be able to find me. You can also find me on TeePublic where you can find this t-shirt that you can also buy. Uh, my I have a photo. I'm going to show it right here. It's my family wearing it. Fantastic. And uh,
1: <laughs> I, uh, I look over as if I could actually see it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and uh uh, of the other thing that me and frank actually did uh last week now uh, we went on the penultimate podcast and we actually talked about the snyder cut for an hour which was fun Uh, it was a lot of fun so definitely check out penultimate we're always cross uh, blending between the two so that's really cool uh and then i think frank and i are gonna do a video on my youtube channel where we talk about movies because we're gonna watch a good old classic uh, psychological thriller called Old Boy from Park Chan Wook. So I'm excited to show you the uh, the Vengeance Trilogy, at least one part of the Vengeance Trilogy. So that's going to be fun. I'm, a, I'm hyper excited to start this tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm turning 31. That's the end of my plugs. Yeah, yeah I also <laughs> turned 25 as well. Yeah, he so, turned 25. Happy we birthday. have
1: a lot of March birthdays in this that's right i'm i'm coming up too Ooh. we have three fucking aries as this group as v loves to remind us yeah <laughs> this <is> all right <laughs> i am not turning, I'm, right, turning I'm, we I'm, I'm turning 32
0: this year but that's oh no okay. 33 this year okay but at the just end, just of, end of the year though you know. um but i'm yeah i'm not a march person um you can find me at Beard and the Hair and all your social media platforms except YouTube, which is Beard and the Hair uh, Gaming. Uh, I just put up a new podcast with uh, within the Beard with the one and only Robo Dessert. He is an awesome streamer. He's an awesome person. So if you guys want to check that out, please check that out. I really, really appreciate
3: it. His thumbnail looks really good.
0: Huh? <laughs> They're really good. They look good.
3: The thumbnail looks really good. <laughs>
0: I'm getting better with the thumbnail game. I'm getting a little bit better with the thumbnail game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the thumbnail is so easy for that because like I just take their picture and just throw it up on yeah. there. I, really,
3: I just gave yeah. you a poopy, poopy photo of myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that 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 went up. Uh, yeah, I stream five days a week over on Twitch.tv/slash Beer in the Hair. Uh, once my new job starts up, I'm still gonna be doing. Five days a week but it's gonna be like three or four hours a day no it's not gonna i'm not gonna do eight hours anymore i can't i but, will hold you to that yeah i'll be doing like four hours four hours <laughs> uh but i do have some awesome stuff coming up on the channel awesome stuff just in general with beard and the hair and stuff like that so i'm really 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 excited but guys thank you guys so much for joining us the v- viewers thank you guys for joining us thank you guys sly frank mario Fee, rest in peace. It was really, really nice uh, (laughs) knowing you. Um, Hold on,
3: pour one out for Fee real quick. (laughs) Oh,
0: shit. (laughs) (laughs) She was one of the good ones. But guys, thank you guys so much for watching episode 7 of the Point in Progress podcast. Your one-stop shop for news, recommendations, and spicy takes. Joining five friends over three time zones in two countries every week as we discuss the things that we love while still thinking critically of them. And Mario...
3: That's right. Progress has been made.